Friend and Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. I'm your BM, aka your blues man, your burning misery, your bunker master, Riley Stock. Today's episode is like episode zero type thing. Uh, Originally, it aired on the Board Game Community Show in four parts. I've combined it to be parts one and two on this episode, and then the next one will be part three and four. And this is the quest for the Wizard's Wand, so we have referenced it several times. But now you can hear it here, and it is canon within the game, within our world. So this is kind of like a flashback for Phil When I pre-ordered the game, I got a demo of the Quest for the Wizard's Wand. It is in the source book, so if you are going to play as a player and you don't want to hear all this stuff, granted, you know, every group is going to play something completely differently. But if you don't want those kind of little spoilers, then don't listen, I suppose. Just skip this one and the next one and then come back in. And then there's, I mean, there's always kind of references to the wizard's wand and whatnot, but now you can hear that full adventure here. So the vault hunters in this are Tarquin. That's the only one that is still the same, still played by Phil, but he's an assassin in this one. And then Matt, he is not a psycho in this one. He is a gunzerker. I'll let you find out his name in a few minutes. Our siren was Cosmender, and she was played by Elena Sanchez. And Robin Eagle is a commando played by Mark Rowley. This demo was a great way to play the game and learn the game kind of as you went, but it didn't have all of the rules. So as rules light as we are on the other one, this is even more uh, rules light because I misinterpreted and misunderstood some of the rules and then got clarification when I got the source book. So without further ado, take it away, Marcus. So you want to hear a story? Legend tells of a powerful weapon of arcane origin lost long ago in the age of Iridians. Rumors abound that this mystical armament has resurfaced somewhere in Pandora. A friendly tradesperson has chosen a group of vault hunters to retrieve it. But once found, will they return the gun for the reward or choose to keep the wizard's wand for themselves? to the gravel-edged screech of an unfortunate spiderling, having met its sudden end beneath the wheel of the mystical chariot, ferrying you and your fellow vault hunters to Brimstone, little more than an outpost on the blistered backside of Pandora. Brimstone provides less than the bare minimum to adventurers like yourselves in search of fame, fortune, and a four-digit kill count. 
Your ride slows to a stop just outside Brimstone's meager gate. The driver, before exiting the fantasy equivalent of a bus, turns to you and says, The name's Marcus. If you're looking for work, come find me at Munitions Market. Everyone does sooner or later. The settlement of Brimstone is little more than a one-skag town, a way station for travelers to briefly delay their plummet into a yawning grave. The graves literally yawn. The corpses have had a habit of not staying dead, which is why the town has hired a full-time anti-necromancer, a.k.a. a guy with a large hammer. A short walk from the transit stop, a set of steps leads up to a rundown market of sorts, aside from a handful of rundown shacks surrounding it. The market takes up space that could be used for a landfill, or arguably already is. Detritus surrounding the village consists of magical staves and spellbooks that haven't functioned in a hundred moons, artifacts that once thrummed with arcane energies, but now thrum with angry rats. Brimstone is little more than a dump for things that once had great potential, but have since been broken down by the ravages of time and entropy. Anyway, that's where you are now. So as you exit the bus and start heading towards the stairs, you're greeted by a little robot on one wheel. Greetings, traveler. Welcome to Brimstone. I, the great, powerful, wonderful master wizard, sorcerer, supreme protector of the 42 realms, rock collector, sir knight, king of all that is good and neutral, roguishly good-looking, dwarf in stature, but giant in spirit, sensei to the gods, bandit slayer, hobby taxidermist, Thanks, healer, the wheeled warlock, Claptrap. And who might you be? Well, my name is Cosmendo Latiga. I don't really know anything after that, but I'm delighted to find myself here in Brimstone um, for some reason. My name's Tarquin Britstone. Uh, I'm the deadliest assassin in the entire galaxy. If you need someone often, then I'm the guy to come to. Um, I'm Robin Eagle, uh, Guardian. Uh, I'm a, a veteran, and I'm just, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Did you get the wrong bus? I might have got on the wrong bus, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to have a look around the town. <laughs> and I, I uh, don't have a name yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can make one up real quick if you want, or you could just be the nameless. Uh, sure, yeah, I like that. <laughs> like hi i'm scott uh okay yeah let's go let's go scott long live scott i think that here cosmender named you realizing that you didn't know your name so you just went with it in canon like that's the canon <laughs> <laughs> you've been named by a stranger on a bus just got off a bus maybe i seem nice i seem like somebody who can name people you never know that's his surname, Scott Off the Bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Scott Off the Bus, what do you do? Uh, I am a gunzerker. I don't really know what that means. It means that you do wield guns. Now that introductions are over, let me take a moment of your time to show you around the place. The enchanted automaton pivots on his wheel, gazing at the sliver of civilization behind him. Well, that's pretty much it. In case you need to get a hold of me for any reason at all, use one of these. Claptrap pulls a wand attached to his side and waves it in a circle. Then when nothing happens, he reaches into his body and pulls out a handful of flat rectangular stones etched with magical symbols. 
As soon as the vault hunters touch them, they emit a quiet hum, but only inside their minds. The hum fades quickly, but now Claptrap speaks directly into their heads. Thanks to the mystic arts of echomancy, these echo stones allow two-way communication over vast distances. Plus, you'll automatically hear episodes of my echocast whenever it updates. There's no known spell or incantation to unsubscribe. Now follow me. I'm going yeah, to head that way. Yes. Before I go, I want to look at some of the piles that are standing around, if there's anything nearby, because we are in a dump, and you can find some treasures in a dump. So I want to see if there's anything interesting. While she's doing that, I'm going to look at her and chant, Bin Diver, Bin Diver. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, scraps are only scraps until you put them together and make something. (laughs) So. So roll search. I have a plus three. It gives me a 12. You find tattered books of old spell books, but they're, uh, they've been eaten by rats. So you, you don't find much. Okay. You do find a good pile of rat feces. Oh, delicious. Okay. Um, all right. So are you still thinking that that's useful scrap that you can make something out of this big pile of rat crap? Is that? I mean, what? Y'all hungry? <laughs> anyway. I guess not. I guess we can just go wherever Claptrap wants us to go. But I'm going to kind of like eye the pile, kind of like I still feel like I missed something. But we can leave it for now. So you follow Claptrap to a set of stairs, which lead up to Brimstone. If you need a job, check up the munitions market. I'd take you up myself, but I'm much too busy studying wizardry, so I can't. Me being unable to conduct you there is entirely about my past magical schedule. And not that there are a small number of stairs here. I can absolutely go up and down stairs when I choose. But my previously stated obligations preclude me from doing so at this time. So off you go. See you around. It's okay, buddy. I can go up and down stairs, okay? No, no I, know. I, I know. I know you can. Know. <laughs> 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 to be fair, they're my mortal enemy, too. All right, so you reach the top of the stairs. I mean, there's only like 10 of them, so it's not that big of a climb. Oh, I should have made you roll a traverse check to make, see if you're winded or not. I'm just <laughs> All right, so you go up the stairs, and it's morning, so the town lights are all off. Most of the town is to the left. Like You can kind of see a town square uh, with a fountain in it. Uh, directly in front of you is kind of an old rundown building, and then to your right is the only building that's lit up and safe to assume. It looks like a market type place. So there's a one building with some lights on it uh, that looks to be open. Well, we'll you guys head see? towards there, I suppose. And, uh, yeah. See what's going on. I've been traveling for a long time. I want food. <laughs> can I, as we're, as we're walking past, can I do any more like observing, just sort of looking into the shadows, just in case there's something moving? Because you're saying everything looks like it's not really active, but looks could be deceiving. Yeah, go ahead. With my search bonus, I have a 15. Well, as you're walking to the munitions market, to your left, there's a set of stairs that lead up to a guard post that you can kind of see. Well, it's just a small shack, but you see two guys in kind of shoddy armor kind of hitting each other. (laughs) They don't seem to be like... They're not watching you or being super observant or anything. Okay. That's the only other people that you can see around. 
any chance I could sneak past them? Like, are they distracted enough that you're, they're pretty far away from you. So like it's the munitions market is probably like 15 squares Mm -hmm. and they're way further left, uh, up North and up some stairs. So like, and they're more looking out of town. Okay. So it's a guard post. So they're They're more like on the guards post then. Yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So um, you're... But I'm just saying that's the only other life that you see. And some rats. Some random rats. Because right, I was thinking it'd be fun about. to go up onto the guard post and kind of like get an, a bird's eye view of what's going on down there. But we can go to the lit up building first. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Yeah, I'm just I'm just strolling through town, oblivious. I'm heading straight for the munitions market. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's just go there. Yeah. I'll stop distracting everybody. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You enter, and the merchant smiles as you enter. A large, lovingly carved wooden sign behind him reads, Do not kill me, or you will be cursed forever. In addition to running the market and driving the cart, I'm a matchmaker. I broker deals between vault hunters like yourselves and certain clients who want results. Pandora is full of stories. Maybe one of them brought you here. Sometimes they turn out to be true. Have you ever heard of the wizard's wand? Ah, who cares? The manufacturing guilds would pay a pretty fantasy equivalent of a penny to get their hands on such a legendary weapon. In fact, I have it on good authority that five of the manufacturers sent representatives to Brimstone, specifically to seek out vault hunters like yourself. Unfortunately, I have it on even better authority that they were all murdered. If you can find their corpses, though, perhaps they still have the offer letters on them. Find the offer letters and you'll be able to decide who's got the juiciest rewards. Or if you don't want to mess with the guilds at all, you could always just sell it to me. I'll give you a thousand gold minus my finder's fee. Okay. Where were these um, murdered people? Where were they last seen? They're about town. Their corpse, we don't really have a body cleaner, so you could find them laying about. Uh, I know one of them is just sitting at the fountain, and I bet Moxie, when her shot, when her saloon opens up, she'll know something. Mm-hmm. And I bet that other uh, less reputable people would have uh, gone through the bodies and and uh, stolen said letters. You hear a noise from the back room. Behind him, there's a door, and you hear some noise. <laughs> and Marcus goes, hey, uh, that's not. there's not supposed to be noise back there. Why don't you go and uh, check it out? That's a first good first quest for vault hunters like yourself, new to town. It's probably just some dire rats or something. I tell you what, mate, if we do this for you, you knock off your finder's fee, yeah? Oh, roll a, roll the talk check. Okay, I have got a 12. You know what? That sounds fair. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a trap. They do. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm getting my... See, I have got a legendary blade, would you believe, with an ancient mysterious origin. So I'm going to whack that out and I'm going to head towards the door. Sweet. You're on the ready. It's been a while since I've killed anything, you see. Marcus opens the back door and guides you guys in. As you enter, you see three bandits who've broken in to steal some of Marcus's weapons. 
They're all wielding guns, but they don't have magazines in them. They're unloaded. So they're useless, useless guns. You hear them talking amongst each other. Oh, there's got to be stuff of value here. Marcus refused to give us our refunds. Well, we just want our money. If we steal this stuff, we'll be able to sell it and, and get our money back. That Marcus cheapskate. So they haven't even noticed you guys walking in. So you guys get a full round of combat before anything happens. I have an ability called Phase Lock. It says, uh, Siren locks an enemy in a sphere of energy, preventing the enemy from taking actions for two turns. If an enemy cannot be Phase Locked, they uh, instead take 3d6 cryo damage. Yeah, Cosmender's got a real good opening move right there. So about three squares in front of you, there is a bandit that is in front of a crate of weapons. And then to kind of dead center, there's a crate uh, of weapons that's probably about five squares in front of you. And there's some, there's a bandit on each side. So one is in cover behind the crate. He's just standing there though. He doesn't see you, but he's just kind of trying to go through the crate or open the crate at this point. And the other one is wide open in front of you. So, uh, and then in the back, there's more munition. There's a bunch of more uh, weapon crates as well. Are you guys okay if tactically I phase lock the one who is um, not blocked by anything? Yeah, go for mm. it. Because he's got the most direct yeah. shot toward us. So the one who's not um, obscured by the, the lid of the crate or whatever, I'm going to phase lock him. So you pop up the center bandit and he's encased in this purplish, bluish orb of energy and... He goes, wow, what the heck? And the other two kind of look around, like, look at him in shock. Um, you still can take any other actions. Uh, you can do the attacking. You don't have any potions. You don't have any other guns. Reloading is pointless at this point. You could hold an action. Something else. So if you wanted to take extra movements or extra attacks, like if you wanted to shoot twice or shoot and then do a melee attack, uh, you can do that one extra time, but it gives me, the BM, a mayhem point. And then later I can use mayhem points to trigger certain things. Like there's a list of enemy actions that can be taken if I spend a mayhem point, or it's essentially just a way for me to make things a little harder for you if things get too easy. You guys want me to go ahead and take a shot at somebody? Or do we want to talk? Like, do we want to try diplomacy? Um, it's a bit late for that now. Yeah, you, we sort of haven't done that. Or, ganked yeah. him up off the just, floor. Uh, just, <laughs> I think we should just go straight into it. Well, I popped him in the air, but he'll be fine. He's just going to take a little nap, <laughs> but he'll be fine. It's just sort he'll of like a... Three D six of cryo damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so I guess if we're attacking, then I can just shoot at somebody. Then go for it. Yeah. Uh, who? Which one were you shooting? The, not the one who's in front of the case, but the the other one, basically. So I have the one that's in the air, and then the, the other one is the one I'm shooting at. Okay, that's kind of behind cover. Oh, were there only two? Well, there's three of them. So there's the one that's in the air, the one that's on the other side of the crates, and then the one that's closest to you. The, the closer one, then. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, so you deal 11 points of damage... 
and he's a little bit hurt. He's he's hurting. <laughs> oh no! Behind us! Behind us! Yeah, some people can't take a little tickle. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'll shoot someone. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, down for some of that well, now the shooting started, I will join in. <laughs> like, right. Perfect. So I've got my crappy pistol. Um, so it's D twenty two. Which one should I go for? I go for the other one, the the one behind the box, the one behind the box. Okay. So, so you roll a D twenty. D twenty. Uh, three. So now you get one. Oh no, you get to roll two blue die or two D four. Two D four. The triangle. So it has four total. Okay. Well, it all just went off at once, so I was just like, yeah, and just, you know, didn't really... <laughs> it just happened, didn't it? So I didn't get a chance. <laughs> it was great. So your gun actually has splash damage, too. So you shoot the guy closest to you. It it hurts him a little bit. He's like, oh, gosh. Uh, and because it's a little bit explosive, it does one damage to the guy who's popped up, who's phase-locked as well. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Screw that guy. Okay. So hang on. We've got the dude in the air. We've got the closest dude who's wounded. And we've got the dude behind the box. Yep. Are we like proper, like just trying to just kill them all? Or are we just sort of injuring them and then going to interrogate them? <laughs> I'd be okay with injuring them. <laughs> I was going to go for let's just kill him because okay. then um, Marcus will ditch his finder's fee and that works out sure. well for all of us, right? Okay. Plus, I'm an assassin. I don't care about killing people. I just kill them. It's true. <laughs> what is human life? <laughs> May I, because I've got this sword, and I think we're in an enclosed room, so that's probably not the best sniper rifle firing territory, I would like to jump up onto the box that the guy is behind, and I would like to twat him in the face. So roll a traverse check, since you're going to be um, jumping on a box. Oh, no, I've got a minus one for that. Um, A one. I got a one. (laughs) As you run to jump onto this crate that's at waist high, (laughs) you don't quite make it. Your foot lands half on it. You slip, fall face first onto the crate and take (laughs) one damage. (laughs) Gutted. Did you know how long you've been an assassin for? <laughs> My first day on the job. <laughs> um, cool. Can I? Is I mean, is that my go over now? Have I disgraced myself in front of? <laughs> you could spend an extra action to get up, but that'll give me a mayhem point. Nah, I think I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna lie on the floor, holding my ankle a bit, and. Uh, be fighting fit for next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you're laying in a good position. All right. Like you, you've yeah. got the guy to your left, two guys to your right. Totally ready. With any luck, the bandit didn't see me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, what was that? <laughs> oh yeah. Cool. The guy that's popped up next to you just kind of looks like, <laughs> like he laughs a little bit. He gives a little chuckle like, what? <laughs> well, one of my traits is parkour, so I'm going to uh, jump 
over the box. <laughs> that <And> feels like... <laughs> Are you going to yeah. yell parkour when you do it too? Please, please, please do. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to try to get to the guy that's behind the box. Okay. Roll a traverse check. You get okay. plus one. Me, 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 me. So I get plus five on vaulting traverse checks. Oh, you do. You're right. Because of your ability. Yeah. Your traits. Oh, dang it. Did you roll a one? I did roll a one. <laughs> Welcome to the floor, Scott off the bus. <laughs> so Scott off the bus. <laughs> Runs towards the crate, jumps it, doesn't quite realize that Phil is also there, and he lands directly on Tarquin, <laughs> dealing one damage to Tarquin. Oh, what? <laughs> this, this box is the our biggest enemy, it seems like. But you're at least sitting up, so you're on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> but we only just met. <laughs> It's like the worst attack ever. It's just the worst sort of. Marcus said this was the good warm up question. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, these guys don't have a chance at the wand. <laughs> you could spend an extra action to get off of Tarquin if you wanted. Okay, yeah. Would that give you uh, what you were saying yes. before? It'll give me a mayhem point. What do you do with that? Like, why? Should we avoid giving you mayhem points? They're just ways of making things easier or making things harder for you. Oh, uh, okay. Doesn't mean I will spend them. It's more like if things seem to be going a little too well for you, then I would throw something in. Like I could throw in another enemy or throw in a more powerful attack or something. Okay. Is, is everybody okay if I do that then? Is everybody okay with the yeah. Yeah. If you get off of Tarquin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen. Okay, I'll, I'll do that then. Are you going to get off of the box? Like, Tarquin is laying face down on a box of munitions. Your butt is essentially on his butt. You're stacked on top of him. So how do you get off the box? I'm going to somersault off the box. Okay. Do another traverse check. <laughs> all right does this count as a vaulting traverse check too or sure you're true you're vaulting <laughs> from his body that's a nine plus five 14 okay 14. you know it looks cool it looks cool you somersaulting from tarquin's butt onto the floor right next <laughs> to the bandit that was behind the crate so you ended up pretty close to where you wanted I'm going to roll my eyes. All right, I'll attack the guy that's behind the box. Okay, so you have the crappy shotgun. Yes. So roll a d20. All right, 12. Oh, and you're right next to him. You're going to roll 2d8. Okay, 5 and 3. So 8, and then you get plus 2 damage because you're standing right next to him. 10 damage. You blast this bandit right in the chest. It knocks him down onto the ground towards the back, closer to the back of the uh, room. That's what it's called. It's called a room. <laughs> now we'll roll for initiative. That's pretty good for our first round. I'm particularly proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we didn't bring any bullets. This 
Just use the knives we brought. Use the knives. We have no bullets. Bless them. So everyone rolls a d20. And then you get to plus your speed and your badass rank, which everybody's badass rank is just one right now. Uh, I got 15. Yeah, I got 11. Uh, Eight. Got a nat 20. Whoa! (laughs) Okay, well, Matt, you're going to go first. Okay. I'm just going to keep shooting the guy that I already started shooting then. Is he still the closest one, or did he... He got knocked back probably one space away from you. So he's like two spaces away from you now, barely. Uh, And then there's the guy to your right on the other side of the box. He's still popped up in the air, and he's about two spaces away, too. He should take some damage because the last round ended. Oh, that's very true. That's a good point. So two, three D4, right? D6, I thought. Yeah, three D6. 14. He's looking pretty hurt, <laughs> floating up <laughs> there in the in the air. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> First I'm humiliated, and now this sounds like something I would say. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna shoot at the same guy I was shooting at before. So he's still on the ground, and he's all, he's two squares in front of you. So you do have that. Twelve. Oh, it is your favorite weapon. So you're actually gonna roll a. I think that puts you up to 16. So you're going to roll 1d8 and 1d12. Got a 4 on the d8 and a 5 on the d12. Plus 2, 11. Okay. He's sitting there on the ground and you shoot him again in the chest and his chest cavity just opens. It's real gruesome with that shotgun. He just sprays onto the ground. Nice. Nice. You monster. <laughs> what a great day for him. Is, is he dead or is he still sort of just like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he definitely, he did. His last words are, <laughs> <laughs> his last words are, damn you, got off the bus. Well, I'm not sure you really need your chest cavity, do you? <laughs> yeah, chest cavities are optional. Yeah. Especially in a fantasy a world. Yeah. He's not going to say anything about like his lasagna recipe or. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's lost. No. Probably mention his his little bandit wife and his little bandit children. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you're going to do, Matt? Is that Uh, all? You're just going to kill one guy? That's it? Yep. Okay. That's that's all I'm going to do. Then Tarquin, laying laying across the box. Right. Well, naturally, I'm feeling pretty embarrassed. So I need to I need a quick show of manly prowess. So I'm going to get to my feet and I'm going to zoom in on the most obvious, most pathetic target I can, which is the guy (laughs) in the orb. And I'm just going to swing my sword at him. Will my sword go through the energy? Will it go through the energy ball? All right. Yeah. In that case. Yeah. I'm going to pick the easiest target and I'm going to try and cleave him in two. <laughs> Roll a d20 first. Oh my god, a three. <laughs> okay, well that's not bad. You get to do normal damage. <laughs> okay, jolly good. As long as you don't get a one, you get to do damage. <laughs> and think of it this way, you're getting all the low rolls out really early. And yeah. All the high rolls you're <laughs> saving for later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be above 15 from here on out. Okay, so I do normal damage. So what's that, a D6? 
Yep. So one d six and then plus four to it. Uh, okay, seven total then. So you rip through this guy smoothly with your mystical sword, your legendary blade. Yep. Now he's just floating two halves up there. And and is he dead or is he like... <laughs> he's, he's, he's bleeding out real quick and he's just crying. He's like, I just wanted a refund. Nice. And I'm gonna. I'm just gonna look around at the the other three guys, and be like, you know, look, I'm not completely useless. I have contributed now. <laughs> I think that's your move and your attack. Yeah, yeah. I'm just still. I'll be standing on that box, just like, hey, <laughs> hey. I just chopped this dude in half. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. I'm from Fantasy Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me done. Sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> All right, Robin's turn. I've got one more guy, haven't we? Yeah, there's one more. He's wounded. One, one more guy. So who's wounded? So I'm looking around like, wow, this got very bloody very quickly. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot the other guy with my pistol. This is the guy you shot before. Same guy. Yeah. So I'm like. Uh, <laughs> Finish this off. So, so I'm, I'm doing my accuracy roll first, aren't I? Yes. So D20 yep. first. Oh, add one, don't I? So six in total. That's a four. You hit him. It it hurts a little bit. You know, he's he's doing better than the other two. That's for sure. Uh, well, I was going to say there's nothing else I can do, really, is there? No. Right now. You could move so. or you could do an extra action, but that mm. would give me a... Or an extra attack, but that would give me a... No, I'll just, I'll just leave it. I'll just... I mean, I guess I'm just going to try to finish off that last guy, because the guy in the orb still has one round left, and the next, D, uh, the next 3d6 damage is probably going to finish him off. I mean, I'm so. guessing he'll bleed out before, the, before freezing even happens. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad, but I guess if we're just going to murder everybody, we just got to clean, clean it up at this point. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll just aim for that last guy. All right. Okay, so what do I add to... Do I have, like, a ranged attack bonus? Plus two because it's a favored weapon. Okay. Where is that written? No, it's... Well, you have your favored gun. It's one of those just, like, background rules. And I might be completely wrong on it. But that's good news, because that means I got a 16, which means I can do the max damage. Oh, nice. <laughs> the roll of 14. 5d4, minus 2. Uh, 14 in total. So he falls back against the crate behind him and slouches down. He's still alive, just barely hanging on, bleeding out pretty good. And uh, he starts crying a little bit. He says, I'm so screwed. I'm so screwed. Tell my stepson he was a disappointment. Okay, okay. What was his name? I'll, I'll tell him. Craig. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll let Craig know that you hated him. Thanks. In your final moments. <laughs> he bleeds out now. He he passes out at least. His eyes close. Who knows? Is he dead? Yes. Yes, definitely dead. That's a lot of blood loss. From the back of the store behind the crates... You see two heads pop up and go, Greg, Jane, Tom. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. We just wanted refunds. 
and they're pretty ticked off. So they're going to shoot. Oh, no, they're going to throw some knives at you. Two hidden guys. Who knew? Surprise goon. One's targeting Tarquin. One's targeting Scott off the bus. Scott off the bus. <laughs> I feel like I have to say his first and last name. Yeah, I think yeah. So too. <laughs> you could also just call me Mr. Off the Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Off the Bus. The first one is targeting Tarquin. And he deals eight damage. So when you take damage, we didn't go over this. First, you take your shield damage. Uh, So like you have health and shields. Okay. So I think you're minus 10. So you're sitting at five shields now. So they still haven't even gotten to your health. You're doing pretty good. Okay, so I'm on 16 health and five shields. Oh, I feel a lot less embarrassed. Right? (laughs) Not too bad. (laughs) And your shields will regenerate. All right, a th- Scott off the bus takes uh, seven damage. Okay. They've, they're just sitting halfway behind the boxes, throwing knives at you. Twink! Twink! That's the sound knives make when they get thrown. Marcus pops his head into the door and says, Oh my gosh, you guys haven't finished these guys yet? Well, why don't you just get this over with and do something badass? So you can choose once per encounter to do a badass move in which you just describe something over the top, ridiculous, just go crazy. And then everybody else can add to it as well. So it's going to be one giant badass move among the four of you, if you want, whoever wants to participate. Uh, And if you do participate, whoever's initiating it, which in this case, it would be Matt because he's first. He will get four badass tokens, and everybody else who participates will get two badass tokens, and those tokens can be spent to plus one to any dice rolls. Like, could be your damage, could be your accuracy, could be a talk or a search check. It'll just help you out later. When you roll for a badass move two, a one, two, or three is a critical fail, and a 18, 19, 20 is a critical success. But everybody who participates will roll and we add in there. So I'm going to like do a flip over the boxes. And as I'm right in the middle of the flip, I'm going to shoot the guy that's right underneath me. Ooh, that is bad. Flip over the top of him. Tarquin, do you want to participate? Uh, yeah. So at the crucial moment, I'm going to throw my sword so that Scott's bullet gets cut in two and pings one into each (laughs) hidden bandit. (laughs) Badass, badass, yes. And then I'm going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Robin. Well, uh, that's quite an impressive move. How can I add on to that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, um, what can I do? Why don't you do a distracting dance so the bandits aren't expecting Tarquin and Scott's <laughs> amazing <laughs> Sure. Okay. I will. I will dance toward. I will move towards them in a dancey way. very very cool yes (laughs) cosbender i'm gonna charge at them 
And as I'm charging, I'm going to slip into a, or switch into a slide. And as I try, I'm going to try to like slide past them and whip my blade behind me and try to take out their ankles as I'm going past. Okay. So now everybody rolls a D20 and we need a 24 to succeed. A 24 in total? In total. Yeah. All four combined. Okay. Okay. I got two. Oh. It's all right. I got 18. I got 13. Oh, good. What'd you get, Matt? 17. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was just... It was a rubbish dance. <laughs> Everything else went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sums it up. Three badasses and then some. <laughs> the dance made them more uncomfortable than. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that <laughs> that Robin actually kicks it off by trying to do like a little swaying and moving towards them and snapping the fingers, and they kind of look at each other like, "What is going on?" And then. Uh, Scott off the bus does this insane somersault over the box and right above the, right in between the bandits and shoots his gun down as Tarquin throws his sword and splits several of the shotgun shells in two, splitting them off into the other bandit. Cosmender comes, runs, slides real cool like slicing at the ankles of the bandit closest he falls down and some of the shots scatter throughout his body now you guys get a roll for damage do they get mental damage from uh from robin's stats? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah they're scarred <laughs> let's just say if they live they're not gonna live well <laughs> they'll never be the same yeah. <laughs> so Tarquin, Scott off the bus, and Cosmender are rolling. Cosmender will roll her melee damage. I, I rolled a four plus my uh, modifier is one, so it's five times two, ten damage. Ten damage. Perfect. And he's down on the ground as bullets spray into him, which I'm going to have, let's say, Phil, roll a one, roll one D8 and one D12 because you're splitting off of his bullet a total of 11 nice the one that is now falling to the ground takes 11 more damage he chokes and is just oh my gosh oh tell my wife and kids that they're great the opposite of the guy that wanted (laughs) you to tell Craig that he's a disappointment Craig knows what he did it's fine yeah. <laughs> Scott off the bus, go ahead and roll your D8 and D12. Uh, it's a five for my D8 and an eight for my D12, so 13. Plus two as well, because it's so 15 damage. So this other guy raining down from above him into his shoulders, into his skull. He's pretty messed up. He's... He, collapses on the ground (laughs) oh my goodness that was good so now everyone add to the right of their badass rank you can write in two badass tokens except for scott off the bus gets four because he's the initiator the guy laying on the ground i know it's not his turn technically but he's crying he goes i didn't want to have to do this and he reaches into 
his bloody jacket pocket and pulls out a switch and clicks it. Red lights start emitting from everybody's body. The the two body halves that are in the air, the orb goes away. The two pieces of Greg fall onto the ground as they're flashing red and uh, boom, you guys are dead. You you couldn't kill that last guy? Come on, guys. (laughs) Well, what have we learned? (laughs) Everything goes white for you guys. Marcus had shut the door, so the the explosion was contained to the basement. Uh, But everything's white for you. You you entered the light. Uh, Suddenly... (laughs) From your waist down, you feel very, very wet, and things. <laughs> did, did I miss something fun? <laughs> well, shoot! <laughs> Not again! Uh, <laughs> Happy new birthday! Your vision starts to come back. You're standing outside of the munitions market in a fountain. It's more of a cauldron, really, uh, with some really, really gross, grimy water in it. Uh, Marcus comes out laughing. (laughs) Death is a burden all must bear when their time comes. Though the end of a life still carries the sting, it has since time immemorial. For the Vault Hunters, it is possible to be restored to life, but not without cost. You lose 10% of your gold. So everybody loses 12 gold. Uh, and then you're going to roll a D8 because you've suffered a trauma. So everybody rolls a D8 and it'll have some sort of effect on you. I got six. Tarquin must do a silly voice. If you ever forget, you take 1D6 damage. Wait, I have to do a silly voice for the rest of the game? Yep. Okay, just when I'm Tarquin, yeah? Just when you're Tarquin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Robin, what'd you roll? Uh, One. You get minus three max health. That's a little bit of a worse one, I think. Maybe, debatably. (laughs) I would pick that one over the funny voice. Yeah. (laughs) I've got way lightly. (laughs) Cosmender? Four. The best policy. Your vault hunter is now incapable of lying for the rest of the day. Okay, fine. Oh, fine. Okay, Scott off the bus. Got a two. This is my favorite one. Oh, I'm so glad somebody got it. Catch a phrase. (laughs) Your vault hunter is now desperate to popularize a stupid catchphrase they've just come up with. (laughs) So you need to come up with a catchphrase on the spot. Right now? Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I have no idea. Does anyone want to help? Um, get off the bus. Get off the bus. Yeah, I was going to say action movie type stuff. That is so good, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That is so good. Scott off the bus, do you want to try and popularize get off the bus? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's a good one. So as you guys, I assume you're getting out of the cauldron. There's no towels. I'm sorry. You're just wet from waist down until you dry off, I guess. Countless stories of bunkers, vaults, and other buried treasures provide ample distraction for wanderers of Pandora. One good lead can cut through the unfounded tall tales. South of here is the mountain range known as Satan's Gumline. Dahlia's royal engineers attempted to carve a passage to the plains beyond, but were forced to abandon the project when they all died horribly. Ominous rumors surround these unfinished tunnels, but the obstacles holding most adventurers back is the inconvenience. The people of Brimstone tend to talk, even here. True, vault hunters are few in number. As he's talking, you see lights start to come up around town, and the town is coming to life. Resurrecting from the night before, just as you guys have risen from the grimy cauldron of resurrection so has the town so he's told you that when you're ready to go you just go south and can head out but there's also the letters uh, which will give you other options maybe like there's guilds that are seeking the wizard's wand as well but that's what marcus has tasked you with finding is the wizard's wand okay and so our first uh direction is to go to satan's gum line and check out some Old tunnels? Yep, that's where they think it is. Uh, but there's also letters in town. The letters are in town. So if you wanted to look for alternative offers, you can do that. Totally up to you. Well, we have to go talk to Moxie. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Now that we've resurrected, are my shields back up to max? Or Yeah. And outside of combat, your shields will automatically come back to max. Oh, okay. All right, so is there anything that we can, like, is there anything I can observe in the room here or not really? Nothing oh, so you're actually outside now. So you're okay. You're just outside of the munitions market. Okay, so we're observing the town coming coming awake. Yep. Didn't Marcus say that one of the dead bodies was by the fountain? <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> So we should be able to see that because we're by the fountain now, aren't we? Yeah. Let's investigate that body then. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go pick over the corpse. All right. As the vault hunters step through the town square, they see a corpse of a muscly, mustachioed man in the central fountain. Can we search him? You don't even need to roll because immediately when you look, you see that his body is trapped with a grenade. So if you want to disarm the grenade, you'll need to do an interact. Well, you I get good. I get plus three on that one. I'll do it then. Yeah, let's have you do it. <laughs> it must be something worth protecting if it's trapped with a grenade. <laughs> oh, 20. So 23. You disarm that grenade like a badass. I mean, it is, it is disarmed. I literally just stare at it hard enough and it turns off. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, hey, you. In fact, behave. <laughs> the body repositions as you do it and you see the muscly dead man's hand go up and give you a thumbs up. <laughs> That's how good you disarmed that bomb, that grenade. Dead man high five. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody gains a grenade mod. So now you get a Torg 
Merv grenade. You'll get three grenades total. And then damage, it does 1d4. When you throw it, it's going to split into three grenades, each dealing 1d4 damage to adjacent targets. And it can be used to collapse caves, bunkers, or underground areas if enough are used in unison. After you've disarmed it and his thumb goes up, his mouth opens, and there's one of those square stones in his mouth, like the ones that Claptrap used to communicate in your head. But this one's got a little different pattern. It's, it's an echo log, so it records messages. It plays, Ah, oh, crap, if you're hearing this, I'm probably dead. My tummy hurts something fierce. I think I got food poison from that mobile skag kebab salesman. Or it's that uh, other thing I ate. But don't worry about that. I lived a good life full of explosions, makeouts, and post-makeout cuddling. If you're a badass vault hunter who wants to help our Lord Torg, just search my body for the offer letter. Hint, you may have to get nasty. Okay. Uh, well, you've got, um, Tarquin's got a sword. Can you, like, slice him open? Ooh. I'm guessing that's what we need to do. He, he did say he ate something else. Yes, I'll use my sword to cut him open. I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> autopsy him. Yeah, you you cut him open, you gross, gross person. Inside the blood and guts, you find a chest with a letter inside it. And it reads, If you're reading this, the clock is ticking. Last thing anybody needs is another legendary wand effing up the meta. Once you're sure you found the bunker with the wizard's wand in it, I will pay you to blow it the hell up using one of these grenades. Lord Torg, postscript. Seriously, the clock is ticking. (laughs) 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 So you found one of the five letters so far. But what was he offering as reward? Yeah, the salvage of whatever wreckage comes from it. And Marcus was going to pay us 1,000 monies. Yes. You're in the fountain. Across from you is Moxie's Saloon, which looks all fancy with, with neon lights. Fantasy equivalent of neon lights, at least. Neon staffs? Or maybe they have like little fairies trapped in the tubes. Oh, there we go. I like that. They're fairies, yes. <laughs> I liked the trapped fairies. That's that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> canon now. <laughs> uh, and then to the left of Moxie's is a bunch of alleyways, kind of dark alleyways. Uh, across town from you to the west is a chasm. And on the other side of the chasm is a lone house. There's a little rickety broken uh, bridge that leads to that house. And then behind you is a building that's shaped like a butt. Well, I mean, I vote for butt building. (laughs) Is it a sex shop? Does it, does it sell fruit? Like, where are we going? What? I'm curious. I want to (laughs) know. I don't know if you want that fruit. Maybe, maybe we're misinterpreting the building and it's not actually a butt. It's, in fact, a peach. You're just a bad architect. How sure are we that it's a butt? It's, I mean, it looks like a butt. It's suspiciously butt-like? Okay. Yeah, like, 
And the entrance is between is like dead center in the crack. <laughs> I actually completely forgot the descriptions of the other buildings. What are our options? So trapped fairy neon lights for Moxie's right. build Moxie's saloon. Uh, or it's called Moxie's Grog. Uh there's a bunch of dark alleyways to the left of that. Across the way is a chasm with a rickety bridge that leads to a lone house and then butt building. What are our options? <laughs> We've got try and find more letters, right. talk to Moxie, or go to Satan's gum line. <laughs> yes. Um, to get the wizard's wand. So, I mean... I reckon um, more dead bodies will be hidden in the dark alleyways and in all the... That's what I was thinking. Bits. If you were going to kill someone, I mean, you'd drag them off into the shadows, right? Yeah. Um, can we split up? Is that a sensible choice? We can. If you want to do, like, info gathering and then meet back at the fountain or something like that. Because yeah. we should all go to Satan's Scumline together, but if we split yeah. up and explore the town yeah. <laughs> separately... Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be fine. That could be it, maybe let's not go into the alleyways alone. I mean, you've already called dibs on the butt building. Mm. I think I'll be safe in butt building, honestly. I think Moxie's and butt building will both be fine, but it's like the house, the lone house, and the alleyways that I'm like, hmm, hmm, nope, take a buddy. There's also the guard tower that you guys saw earlier to That's the right. north side of town. And if we got up there, we could probably see if there's anything else. Like like the elephant graveyard off in the distance or something. What's the allegiance of the guards? Like, whose side are they on? You don't know. They look like they're guarding the town from where you, you're standing. They don't look like they're doing a great job because they were hitting each other. So maybe if one of us does butt building, one of us does moxies, one of us does the guard tower, and then we save the alleyways and the old house for when we're back together... This voice is really taxing me. <laughs> I know. You're like, no, this is actually really hard. How's that for a plan? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go up to the guard tower. I'll do butt building. I'll go to Moxie's. Uh, I. Go to guard tower with me. I'll, I'll come to. No, you go to the guard tower, but I'll cover you with my sniper rifle from a distance, just, just in case okay. things get bad. Okay. Okay, let's see. The Moxie's is the closest, so. Scott off the bus is going to get off the bus and go to Moxie's. I like this, splitting the party. This will be fun. Makes me nervous, but yes, it work. You're in town. What's the worst that could happen? Within the warm, boozy confines of Moxie's Tavern, you notice the clientele consists mainly of smelly, passed out alcoholics who neglected to leave the bar the night before. Moxie stands behind the bar, a large, let's say a well-endowed uh, reeking of, of sexuality. She got big barmaid titties. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, she looks bored until you show up. Uh, she immediately perks up and indicates for, for you to take a seat at the bar. Oh, that's me. Okay. I sit down at the bar then. Hey there, sugar. Thanks for sitting down for a spell. Spell meaning a period of time that is, I'm not going to give you a magical spell just for talking to me. Say, you're looking for some of those offer letters, right? 
For the wizard's wand quest, well, I may happen to know the location of one such letter and you're ooh, 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 so very close. But I don't give out prizes this juicy to just anyone. What have you done for me lately? As she not so subtly nudges a tip jar on the counter. <laughs> um, all right, I'll give her a tip then. Just the tip? Just the tip. How much It was served with. up for you. What were you supposed to do? Just the tip to start with. Well, how much are you how much gold are you tipping? Uh how much gold do I have left? You have a hundred and eight. Okay. I'll do I'll do ten. Perfect. I'm not going to lie. 10 is the exact number you needed to get an additional reward. Bare minimum, baby. She smiles and gives you a little wink uh, and reaches in between her breasts and pulls out a letter. It's a seemingly <laughs> infinite storage space for her. So what would that be? Like uh, what's in D&D? An infinite bag of holding? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Essentially. She could. I mean, to be fair, she could have an infinite bag of holding there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Other, otherwise, I'm just going to chalk it up to fantasy writers having never met a woman. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but we can also go with the infinite bag of holding. <laughs> she uh, gives you the letter and she also winks and says, you look like you need a stiff drink. Roll a d4. Uh, three. Okay, you get a quadruple sec. If you drink this potion, you'll gain health regen five for the rest of the encounter. So on your turn, after you drink it, every time on your turn, you'll get five health back. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's like triple sec. I don't know what that means. What does this mean? It's a drink. A triple sec is an orange liqueur. Oh, okay. Non-drinker here, I guess. <laughs> so quadruple sec is like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm guessing it's a similar idea. Yeah, I'm betting you're right. <laughs> oh, the letter. I guess I should read the letter, huh? Procurer Marcus Kinsid, the male factor concern requests on behalf of our leader, Lord Kanagawa, that an investigation be made into the whereabouts of the wizard's wand. If found, Lord Kanagawa has expressed interest in what elemental effects the weapon may possess. Kindly test the wizard's wand on hazardous fauna. Our usual offer for payment stands. So now you've been tasked with testing the wizard's wand on local wildlife on the return trip to Brimstone. Uh, then you note the effects on an echo log and deliver it to Marcus for 300 additional gold. That's it. All right, so Cosmander is approaching the butt building. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> for... <laughs> Fart jokes. <laughs> Let's go plunder that butt building. There's a big building shaped like a butt with a sign on it that says fart room. The building, the door is right there in the crack. Your choice. And it says fart room on it. Yep. That's all it says. There's no more information. That's it. I'm going to take stock of the options here. One. It's a room full of farts and it's been sectioned off for everybody's safety. And if I open the door, farts will just come out into the world. 
Two, it's a place where people go to fart comfortably and without judgment. Do I want to enter to be among the farters? (laughs) Third, this is not a fart room. And fart room has been put on the door to deter people from entering. (laughs) Option four, none of those options are correct and something horrific awaits me. It could be a spelling mistake. Maybe it's the frat room. Maybe it's a frat room. <laughs> Maybe it's a, a fort room. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. As you open the door, a strong burst of wind mm, and a loud boom of farts. No, oh, it was the first one. Blast <laughs> go with you. your gut. Okay, you dodge out of the way. So you don't reek of farts once the wind stopped blowing, which takes a little bit, little while. I mean, you can still smell it. It's pretty gross in there, but you could head in at this point. Why is there a fart room in a butt building? There are so many questions, but I am glad to know that the sign wasn't lying to me. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go in. Everything seems on the up and up so far. It said fart room and there was a big fart. <laughs> You brave the, the smell uh, and enter into the, a small room, which has just another door. Is there a sign on that one? Nope, no sign. Like, so I don't know if I'm going into the fluid room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, um, fair enough. Uh, okay, so anything in this particular little tiny antechamber that I can see? Any, anything there, or should I do a search check? Uh, n- no, it's it's an empty room. It's empty. Can I hear anything? No, not at this, no. I, is this a dangerous question? The, the nature of the fart, is it like, like, did it come from an herbivore or a carnivore? Actually, why don't you go ahead and do an insight check? 16. Oh, that's good. It smells like a human fart. With your vast experience of human farts... Ah, uh, that's human. And you can also tell... That it's stronger towards the door. So possibly more farts. No, I know. I think that was a trap. I think that was a fake out. I think um, they were just trying to guard people. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through into the next one. She can't remember her backstory, but she, she's got an expert knowledge of fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know this. Don't ask me how. It was a long, it was a long six months. Okay. Uh, okay. So you open the door and even stronger... Blast no. of wind. <laughs> no. Roll a another uh, traverse check. Six. You get off to the side just a little bit, but you're starting to smell a little bit. It's it's reeking. It's it's sticking to your clothing. Okay, but after that, like, so there's another room. Basically. Yeah, there's another um, room. Well, do you want to go into the room? I guess. Yeah, I mean, you've opened yeah. the door. Why not? Right. Yeah, okay, well. so you go in, it smells even worse. It's a, it's like the same size of room with another door. This seems like, honestly, this seems like something that was invented by a child who had access to a magic item that they should not have had access to. Like, <laughs> I'm just imagining a little, a little boy 
who found a wand or a genie or something and was like, I wish for a building of infinite fart rooms. <laughs> and the genie was like, well, you're better than the last person I had, I guess, who wanted to like enslave all of humanity. So sure, kid, here you go. And so now we have a fart building. Is there any other information for me to pick up from my surroundings? No. I'm not getting anything out of this experience aside from explosive farts. So I think I'm, I'm going to go back to the fountain and be like, that ain't it. That ain't it, guys. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's, not, that's not where we want to be. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's my adventure. You still smell a little bit. I mean, you could wash off in this fountain. I, I might take a little dip. All right, now we go to Tarquin and Robin heading towards the guard tower. Well, I'm just going to find a good vantage point, kneel down, and cover him with my rifle. Okay. How do I get up to the guard? Thing? It's just a bunch of stairs. Okay. I shall head up then. As you approach, you see a little bit of blood splatter on the stairs. Just a little bit trailing up the stairs leading to the guard tower. Uh, as you approach the guard shack, there is a shoddily hammered up sign a nailed up sign. It's got a bunch of nails in it with red paint that says guard post for morally upright and non-murderous guards. The two guards are <laughs> facing away from you. They haven't noticed you and they're just kind of bumping each other. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm going to have to speak to them. So I shall try and draw attention. What are you doing here? This isn't a place for someone like you. Uh, Well, um, I just wanted to come up here. Um, I'm I'm a guardian, uh, and uh, (laughs) I've been in the military, so I thought I would come up and uh, and have a chat. Uh, What's going on up here? Oh, you're in the military, huh? So what? You got some nice guns or something? Uh, well, sort of ex-military, uh, so I don't have anything at the moment. <laughs> no, I'm sure you've got something, and uh, ex-military means you probably weren't very good, so I'm going to have to kindly ask you to hand on over whatever you got. Uh, well, I don't have anything at the moment. This, this is a mugging. Uh, you could give us <laughs> clothes, you could give us everything you got. I don't really care. Excuse me, sir, this is a mugging. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna snipe this douche in the head. <laughs> okay. You hear what's going on? No, but I can see his mugging, intimidating I'm... behavior. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like patting at his gun <laughs> on his waist. Been like mugged straight oh, away. Man. I haven't even had a chance to do anything. I'm just I can <laughs> I can lip read. Okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so go ahead and roll an accuracy roll. Well, can I, before you do anything, can can I say? To them, you, um, you better not mug me because there is an assassin watching us right now and he's going to shoot you if you do anything. <laughs> he goes, yeah, likely story. Uh, you don't look like a guy that has friends. Okay, now I'm going okay. to yeah. snipe him. Okay, there we are. I just had to give that warning. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll an accuracy roll. I'm going to say you have cool. advantage, so roll it twice because they don't know you're there. Okay, well, so six, uh, 16 plus okay. 3, but if the range is more than 3 squares, I get an extra 3, so... Oh, nice. 20, 
21, 22, something. A lot. So as Robin is talking to this one guard, uh, the other guard behind him is also brandishing his gun, kind of. And the guy in front, the one you're talking to, just... That's the sound it makes as it goes through his skull and he collapses and the other guy goes, oh gosh, I don't want any trouble. I didn't know you were for real, man. Yeah, I told you so. You didn't have to kill my husband. (laughs) 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 Oh, they were in love. Oh, no. I did warn them. I did warn them. Um, So they were play fighting? They were play fighting. They were just just cuddling. They were just having a little light wrestle. (laughs) He starts crying and he's standing over the body. Why would you do this? I'm going to call up. Do you want me to put him out of his misery? Uh, Not at the moment. No, (laughs) it's fine. It's all sorted now. Um, I need to get now. What information? What am I asking, really? What do I need to... um, my my assassin friend will not do anything, but if you can maybe give me a bit of information, I'll leave you alone. Oh, that sounds about fair. <laughs> what information? Oh gosh. Uh, well, uh, like you've obviously been here a, a while. You're up here guarding stuff. Do you know anything about the wizard's wand, or you know? Oh, but, okay. Well, all right. You know what? Here's this letter. We mugged another guy. Ah. <laughs> I don't think life's, life's worth living. Will you just have your friend put me out of my misery? I can't live without my life partner. Already that. What? Hang on. Well, give me this. Give me the letter first. Dark. <laughs> he reaches into okay. his husband's body, pulls out the letter from his pocket, and hands it to you. He says, "Now, just okay. have your friend. Just end it." <laughs> okay. I well, I will take the letter and I will leave you here. Are you walking away from him? Yeah, I'm just going to... I've just grabbed the letter. I'm just walking away now. So he shouts down. He says, you can shoot now. Towards okay, you. I, I shoot. No. <laughs> I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> no, because then they can be united. Oh. <laughs> Roll inaccuracy. Uh, 14 total. Okay. <laughs> you clip him. It's not as clean of a shot, but it's, it's like near his heart. He's going to bleed... He's screaming, oh, gosh, it hurts, but I'll be with you soon, Blake. Blake is definitely your name, and I didn't make it up. I, you always had a name. You're a real person. I'll be I've with you known. soon. And he, you can just hear the crying as you walk away, Robin. Another successful day. High <laughs> <laughs> five. <laughs> you guys join back up and... I assume you want to read the letter together. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, two people died for this letter, so... Well, three, <laughs> really. I suppose the original person, so... Yeah. <laughs> Esteemed Vault Hunters, you are well aware of how difficult it can be at times to separate reality from rumor. Given recent whisperings about a wizard's wand, Lord Stoker reminds us all to exercise a healthy amount of skepticism when discussing any so-called legend. Thank you for your caution and reserve. That is all. Well, if you're still reading, the wizard's wand is real and must be delivered to Marco Stoker, our contact in Brimstone. He's offering 500 gold. 
for you to deliver it to Marco Stoker at Moxie's Grog. That's only half as much. Mm, yeah, it's not much. Shall we go back to the fountain? I thought that's where we were. I thought we were just walking. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys just joined back up from okay. at the bottom of the stairs, I guess. So, All right, so you guys are all meeting back up. at. Well, I guess we don't know. Did Scott off the bus ever leave Moxie's? Um, I am leaving now. And what what do you yell as you leave behind you? Uh, I'm getting off this bus. (laughs) 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 I forgot you had a catchphrase. You need to use that a lot more. (laughs) We've been talking to Moxie like, no, I don't want to get off the bus, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah i yell that and then i look around at everybody in the tavern I'm like yeah yeah seeking approval yeah <laughs> I'm right you know what i'm gonna oh i rolled a 20 everyone is like in awe and like nudging their friends like did you hear what he said get off the bus i mean getting i'm getting off this bus this oh gosh i'm so hyped to use that when i get home <laughs> That was a critical <laughs> success. You know that for a fact that everyone in that bar is going to be spreading your catchphrase far and wide. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. You all approach the fountain. Cosmender is a little bit wet as if she's been in the fountain. And maybe just a very small hint of a fart is on her still. But it's, it's mostly a gone. Party. Just if you get a little too close. I do feel bad that I'm the only one who didn't bring back a letter, though. I kind of want to go back, unfortunately, and be like, I'll dive into the third fart room for you guys if I have to. So you've got two letters left and three locations to search. So what's that? Abandoned house at the end of a... The house at the end of the bridge. The dark alleyways. Oh, the alleyways, yeah. And the fart building. We could go deeper into the fart butt. I think it needs to be done. We might have to get to the end of it, if there is an end of it. Well, I mean, shall we all tackle it together? Well, uh... Or we could just, I mean, I feel bad. (laughs) I can go back and just try to, try to do the rest of it myself. I just, I I got the impression from the first two rooms, because there was nothing there, that, like, I didn't have anything to go off of. So I was like, do I even keep pushing forward? So I wasn't mm. sure, but I, maybe I should. Maybe I <clears throat> I half-assed it, if we're being honest. <laughs> oh! So <laughs> I could go in full acid if you want. <laughs> she just got off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Will you get off the bus, Cosmender? Get off the bus. So you guys want me to go and try to finish finishing the butt building? Wait, <laughs> oh, there's no fixing it. So yeah, <laughs> is everyone cool? yeah. does everyone consent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm yeah. gonna go finish in the butt building then. Maybe and just like run through the first two rooms, like get through those quick. I'm gonna pound straight through them. Yeah. So I yeah. can get to the back of it as quickly Fashion as possible. Yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm gonna. I gotta go back. I'm back. You left the. First two doors open. It's fine. You let it air out. It's a little less stinky. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. So you get to the third door. You're going to open it. 
an even bigger, stronger wind blows into you. Do a traverse check. I knew it. 13. You get out of the way narrowly. You may have gotten some, uh, a little stank on your shoes, but you get back up and, and get into the room and there's a fourth door. Same as before. <laughs> Everybody else had letters. I'm just going to go through. You just got to go through, yeah. I just have to do it. As you open the door, you are overwhelmed. There's no dodging this blast of fart and it's just surrounding you. You hear someone inside waddling around. Oh, shouldn't have eaten that skag burrito. Oh, gosh. Why this building, though? <laughs> the, <laughs> the smell overwhelms you and you start throwing up. So much that you die. (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst possible way to die. Yeah. (laughs) So you wake up back in the cauldron and you've lost 10% more of your gold. We are not responsible for missing organs. You get to roll a new trauma. So now you don't have to be honest. Not that it affected you by any means. All right, so I've got 98 left. And a new trauma, one. So minus three max health. Okay, all right. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been worse. You could have had to talk in a funny voice. Don't even know what I would have done. That, that one seems like the hardest out of all of them so far. Yeah. All right, well, I'm alive. So I'm going to come back to them from Marcus's and be like, okay, shouldn't have done, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Hey, and you no longer stink anymore because you resurrected. Fresh of the stink. Oh, good. No, now I just smell like 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 that rebirth cauldron juice, whatever that smells like. I'm going to say it's delightful and floral. Yes. I smell like roses, everybody. Exactly. It's a witch's cauldron, so it's like they used some nice aromas in there. It may look yeah. and feel gross, but it, it's got a nice little pleasant smell to it. Thank goodness. <laughs> No more farts. Guys, there's nothing in that fart building except death and regret. So let's not go there. Well, you had to just you had to discover that. So yeah. we would never have known. So it had to be done. There is a person though, like I should let you know, there is a person who has um used the building in unspeakable <laughs> ways. Did you leave all the doors open? I did, yes, but I don't know if he's uh, gone back and closed them because, I mean, clearly the building exists for a reason, so it could be that he's, like, taken manners into his own hands and gone back and undone my work since I just, you know, died right in front of him and I wasn't going to do it myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot you died. I I wasn't really going to go back and cover my footsteps, so he might might have closed the doors by now. Um, I don't know if he's a letter bearer. He might be. I don't know if he maybe wants to be put out of his misery, to be fair. I mean, that does seem to be my, my modus operandi for this mission, so... Yeah. Shot, so, I mean, it's, I'll do it. It's worth... Cons- <laughs> <laughs> you just have to shoot through four rooms. If they're all in, like, one long sort of straight corridor... They are. <laughs> I mean, I support it. You do what you got. Hey, do. I can, I can take out, I can take out a gay couple from like <laughs> down in the street. So this will be easy. 
cards. All right. Uh, well, you do whatever you think is right. Like murder. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. try it. I think that's the right call, too. So as you look through the butt doors, there is a clean <laughs> line of sight to him. He's pacing around, so he goes kind of in and out of view as he's waddling and farting. Okay. What for my test? Accuracy. Is it more than three squares away? Well, where do you want to position yourself to shoot him? Well, outside. The, I'm not going in the butt building. Yeah. I'm going to be... <laughs> so from the fountain, you could... You oh, no, could I'll, go, I'll go like right up to the front door, and then I'll shoot him from there. Okay. 24 total. Wow. Okay. So you hit him... Where are you aiming? What do you want to hit him? Uh, in his big, gross head. Well, you do. You hit him right in his big, gross head, which explodes Ooh. in a fiery ball that explodes the entire building full of methane gas. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh -oh. Are we dead again? Look, actually, you know what? Do a traverse check. <laughs> Oh, I get minus one. Um, oh, 17. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. I'm going to say a couple shards hit you. It's enough to damage you a bit. It fully takes down your shields, but you do survive as you're knocked clear back into the fountain from the... So how many, how many hit points do I take? So your shields are just gone. So you took... Oh, okay. I'm just clearing that all out. So 15 points. They'll recharge eventually, but it's going to take a little bit of time for them to recover. That's fair. Although, now that all the methane has burned off, it won't smell, so we can go and investigate it. Hey! That's science. Mm. <laughs> Universe brain. Nice. I wouldn't have thought of that, honestly. I would have been like, F that building forever. So, oh, is that, does it need investigating? Well, I didn't just shoot that guy for nothing. Okay. Do you want me to go and have a look? Yeah. Yeah? Do a search check. 13. You go searching and you it's pretty uneventful in there. I mean, you just find burning wrappers of skag burritos. Okay, so there's nothing of use at all there. It's just gone. It's yeah, just... it's all just obliterated. Right. Okay. If there was a letter in there, it's, it's all burnt oh, up. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shucks. That did not go well. Um, <laughs> that, that whole building is just... Bad news. No. <laughs> Bad news, but, but at least I think we've done the town a favor. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And in fact, okay. you know what I'm going to do? Because technically it said it was a raid boss that you couldn't beat, but you beat it. I'm going to level <laughs> you all up. Yeah. That gave you enough experience points to level up. So you on your sheet now get just a skill point. You guys have two places to search now. The alleyways or isolated building across the chasm. Alleyways seem closer. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. But are they safer? Do we have any light? Any light sources? Oh, you know what? Your gun actually is a fire element. So I'm going to say that it if just pointing it, you've got a little flame on there. Nice. All right. Cool. So we can see a little bit. As you enter the alleyway, you see a lone figure trying to remain hidden in the waning shadow of morning. They duck into a side section between two buildings. Should we try and, like, call out to them and see if they're a threat? 
Or shall I well, just I wouldn't them? shoot them immediately. It <laughs> <laughs> hasn't really worked out very well so far. Uh, and they're being like super de- or not offensive, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They don't seem to want to fight. Well, I defer to you then. Uh, well, yeah, I could just call out to them, I suppose. They, you don't hear any callbacks. So can I say, uh, we're not going to hurt you, we're just looking for some information? You don't hear a callback, but you don't know if they've run away further. Okay. All right. So you guys want to go in that direction then? Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll sort of follow sort of the direction that they went and maybe call out again. I've got gold. As you round the corner, you see a figure standing in a cloak. It's it's a dead end. So it's kind of looking at left and right, kind of looking for an escape, but there's no escape. It's a dead end. You've got it cornered. There's no way to run. So you might as well just tell us what we want to know. It turns around, revealing that it's three tiny bandits stacked <laughs> on top of each other. <laughs> One's wearing a rogue's hat, a rogue's hood. One's wearing a wizard hat, and one's wearing a knight's helm. And they've got a letter in their hand. Are they related to the, any of the ones we've previously killed? Is one of them Craig? Because if so, we've got a message for you. <laughs> I'm Craig. The rogue one, isn't it? Yes, the rogue one is Krig. What do you want? Um, your stepdad said that you are a disappointment. Oh. <laughs> I found this letter and I was going to impress him. I was finally going to get his imp- approval. <laughs> well, you can give us the letter. We'll approve of you. You can have our no. approval. No, this is... I can still make my dad proud. Or my stepdad proud. I call him dad. He doesn't like when I call him dad, though. He always reminds me I'm stepdad. He's my stepdad. Craig, would you like to see your stepfather again? Are you threatening me? I just... Just just a question. <laughs> of course, I love my stepdaddy. Sniper rifle now? Well... <laughs> Maybe just give him one more chance. Um. You'll never find a letter. He pa- they pass the letter back and forth between the three of them, going up okay. and down, up and down. Uh, I shoot uh, the bottom one in the legs. <laughs> maybe just like a maybe a warning shot. Warning shot. Yeah, maybe a warning shot. Just show we're serious. I'm gonna fire off to the side, off to the left. Okay, they fall off of each other and start scrambling. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we don't want no trouble. I, I just want to see my dad again. Oh my god. Okay, well, hand us the letter and we can help. There's nowhere else to go. So. Uh, oh, actually, roll a talk check. 13. <sighs> okay, all right, I'll give it to you. And the one wearing the night helm grabs it, hands it to Krig, who's in the rogue's hood, and then. He walks up, hands it to you. Okay, well, we're going to go now. Okay, bye. Bye. Stay in school. (laughs) This will be such a cool story to tell my stepdad. All right, the letter reads, Vault Hunter, I'm no... 
I'm no stupid. I'm sticking with it. I messed up saying it, but I'm sticking with it, okay? (laughs) I'm no stupid, and you're about to become less stupid. If you've taken a contract from Marcus of Brimstone to find the wizard's wand, you're being duped. This crooked merchant, once again, has accepted multiple contracts from factions, each with their own designs on this legendary weapon. I refuse to let him play one side against the other. If you accept this contract, locate the wizard's wand and use it to kill Marcus. You must kill him with the wizard's wand. I'll be informed via my network once the job is completed correctly. Pandora and its future will be brighter for it. In confidence, Lord Blake of Hyperius. I like this guy the best so far. Yeah, I think that's the the best option. Um, we still got I, one more. We've got the other one though, haven't we? He's got the house. Like, here's the thing. What if we bring back the wizard's wand or like a duplicate of the wizard's wand, give it to Marcus, take his money, then kill him with the wizard wand. And then what's his name? Lord Blake is happy with us. And then we destroy the wizard's wand and that other guy pays us as well. (laughs) Oh no, but first we scoop some fauna, blah, 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 and test it out. And then we'll be fulfilling all the contracts, which is what Marcus was doing, which is what Lord Blake doesn't like, but we won't tell him. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this is great <laughs> I love it go okay. team he's offering you 800 gold by the way so we've just got one more to find in yep. that house let's go to the house does the like the background of the games come into this at all a li- maybe <laughs> you have a little insight <laughs> yeah I don't trust Hyperion oh uh, that's <laughs> fair alright lots to think about Sorry, I didn't know if I should say that or not. No, you should, because I've never played Borderlands. So if you know things that yeah. other Trust people... Yeah. But this no, is from, this I... is like a game within a game, right? Yes. Yep. So most people who are going to be playing this probably are playing it because they're Borderlands fans. You having that knowledge is probably the basis of knowledge that most of these players are going to have. Your character outside of this would know that. All right, so there's a rickety bridge leading to a solitary house. So as you approach, you notice that a single hut has been separated from the rest of the town. A series of thin, rickety planks lead from the hut to the main body of the town. Hey! A small old lady shouts from the hut. Come here, I got a thing for you. Shall I sniper? No, not yet. <laughs> No, I know you're like an assassin, but you don't need to immediately. <laughs> is this is this like... the bit where I murder someone? Can I, <laughs> can I can I do the killing now? Describe the bridge. How how rickety? How like can we stand on it? Yeah, it looks like you know you'll. It looks like you'll need to do a traverse check to cross it. Okay, well, I'm really bad at that, so I vote I stay on this side with my sniper rifle for cover. Okay, yeah, it worked out really well before. Everything here feels like a trap. From the kids chasing you, or luring you down into an alleyway, from the fart room sign that could or could not have been a lie, to, like, Moxie's (laughs) boobs. Like, everything (laughs) in this town seems like a trap. And now we've got this old lady being like, hello, come here, I've got this sweet little carriage for you. Come across this rickety bridge. What's the worst that could happen? And I There's got to be a reason why she's separate from everywhere else. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Fart room guy built himself his own fart chamber. And, like, a series, like, it was, like, a jawbreaker of farts. Which is kind of like a kind thing for him to do for the rest of town. 
this lady has been placed there. Is it for everyone's protection? Is it for her protection? Because she doesn't like the farty people of town. Maybe she's just shoot her then. <laughs> you're like you're like there's too many questions. It's not even. <laughs> Could we? Can we talk to Claptrap on our stones? Did he know anything about the town? Oh yeah, yeah. You could definitely do that. Um, yeah, because maybe he could have told us about the fart man and the. Oh yeah, ask about the old lady and the bridge. Yeah, why is okay, she aside from everybody? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> how do I do this? Hello, I heard you talking about me. How can I be of assistance? Um, there's this crazy old lady in a hut on her own. Why are you talking like that? Uh, I died, and this is my punishment. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of a time when I died. But then I woke up. It turned out I just went to sleep. Okay, so anyway, back to us. Why Do you know anything about this crazy old lady? Gretchen, yes. She's nice. Is she, though? Yeah, she's nice. Why does she live on her own over a rickety old bridge? There was an earthquake and it separated her house from everybody else's house. Hmm. And then she never bothered to move her back across. We offered to help, but she's so old that nobody wanted to carry her across. How does she get her food? Her son. Her son works down at the southern gate guard shack. Which one did I shoot? The northern one. <laughs> the northern one. Hmm. Right, well, that sounds... She sounds all right, then. Okay, thanks, right. Claptrap. Anytime. Well, right. I, I'll volunteer to um, step foot very gently on the very first bit of the... Br- I'll just test. Test the... Uh, what's the word? Stability? Stability. Stability yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Stability? <laughs> That's it. Do a insight. Because it's like your knowledge of... Wood and bridges and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Wooden plankways. <laughs> so 17. Oh, they seem stable enough. It's okay. more just about whether you can. It's like they're spaced that you're going to have to like hop across them. Oh, that much. Okay. Yeah. Well, can I continue doing that? Do I need to do another? You'll do a traverse yeah. check. Traverse. Okay. I shall do that. I got plus three for that. Oh, six in total. <laughs> uh, you fall down no. to your death. <laughs> no. Can I no. try and hold on? Can I do something? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do a interact. We'll see if you can catch oh, yourself. Three. <laughs> no. No, you <laughs> cannot. You, you grab your own hand. <laughs> no. I shout apologies if I fall. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So dramatic. <laughs> oh, she goes, Woo, I was hoping one of you would fall over. Most excitement I've had all week. He'll be fine. I know he'll respawn. It's fine. This lady's a ghoul. Not very nice of Gretchen. God, Gretchen. I get that you're bored, but like, read a book. She needs to get off the bus. Does anyone else want to try and cross over? <laughs> Well, should we should we wait for him to respawn and come and join us again? Oh, oh yeah. So long as you've got the gold, these witches got your britches. Roll a new, uh, roll a d8. Three. You get minus one on talk and traverse checks. So you're stumbling now. Okay. So you're like drunk? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got to lose my gold, haven't I? Yeah. There we go. Well, I'm not going to try that bridge again. That's fair. <laughs> I have uh, I have plus five on the vaulting traverse checks, oh. so I can try to vault across it. Do it. D twenty it. Uh, three plus five. You not so gracefully make it across, but just wow. barely. Ooh. She goes, ah, oh, well, that was great. My son, Ryder, he's the knight in charge of protecting Brimstone. No big deal. You've probably heard of him. He forgot an uh, integral piece of his armor set. You go deliver it to him. He'll probably give you something good. He's at the southern gate. She hands you a piece of plate armor. Okay. She's not even waiting for you to accept it. She's just assuming you are going to do it for her. Okay. Well, I I do accept anyway, I guess. Is that is that on this side of the bridge or is it on the... It's on the house side. Well, oh, the southern gate's on the other side. So you'll have to cross back. Okay. But you did it once successfully. So you got a good feel for it. So I'm just going to let you go back across. Okay. <laughs> what about the letter has she got anything well maybe oh. the guard will give us the oh, letter the if we give him something. the armor right okay or maybe i shoot the guard we keep the armor and get the letter <laughs> it's just one piece of his armor just oh, okay. clear out this town it doesn't <laughs> <make people. laughs> all right to the to the guard tower then yeah which happens to be the way to the like you have to pass by that guard tower anyway to go to satan's gum line Yes. So it's fitting that this is your final one. Okay. I mean, if there's a letter, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you head to the southern gate and discover a tall, extremely embarrassed looking knight. You guys are heading towards him and he's facing straight towards you, straight up. Very embarrassed looking. As you guys approach, he goes, hey there. What brings you to the entrance of town? Are you Ryder? I am. This dude, Scott off the bus, has got something for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have the piece of your uh, mail that you <gasps> forgot when you left. Oh, could you yeah. give that to me, please? Yes. You know what? Actually, just set it down in front of you, and then you guys turn around for just like two minutes. Um, please? Are you shy, Ryder? Something like that. Yeah. Out of character. I'm trying to think, like, should I ask for the letter first, or should I just give him the armor? We don't know. It's, we don't know it's a letter, do we? We could ask him if he has a letter. So we we could tell him that his mum said that he'd give us something in return. Yeah. Okay. All right. Your, uh, before I give you the armor, uh, your mom said that you might have a reward for bringing you this. Uh, yeah, you know what? I do. I do. Okay, I got one. I'll give it to you after I get my plate armor back on. But uh, I, I, I just need you to turn around while I assemble it. Okay. I set it down and turn around. And the rest of you, please turn around. I'll turn around. Sure. Mm, I'm going to okay. go get behind some cover and then I will duck down behind it for him. Oh, wow. That's very nice. 
Robin, are you thinking of doing something sneaky? I will. I'll just turn around and just yeah. No, I'll, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. <laughs> Respect his privacy. Okay. He, you hear some jostling around, and uh, and then he says, "Okay, you can turn around." And you can see, like, pop up. (laughs) (laughs) The newly installed plate armor is over his buttocks. He said, oh, gosh, I've been exposed all day, but I couldn't leave my post. Thank you so much. (laughs) I respect that. I ain't got no real good reward for you, but here's here's a letter that I found on a corpse just a few squares out. So he hands you a letter. To whomst it mayeth be of concernment, yon legendary arm, the fabled Wizwand, is tooth important for any charge, save the protection of the citizens of Brimstone. Upon its safe recovery, it is the pronouncement of Lord Dahlia that the wizard's wand be preferred to Ryder, a knight in service of the Brimstone Protectorate. The formidable weapon will make a fine addition to Knight Ryder's kit. Signed, Lord Dahlia. <laughs> Dictated, but not read. It's <laughs> uh, a good little joke. Huh? And it turns out that he, I just realized he's Ryder, so the letter was meant for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either that or he wrote it. I found it on the dead body of a delivery boy. It was meant for me, but I'm much too busy, uh, much too busy guarding the town. So you take it and you can claim the reward if you want. What was the reward again? Uh, 700 gold if you take it to Knight Rider. Well, that's all five of the letters. You got all five of them. Okay. Yes. And we only died a handful of times. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone died once, except Matt, right? It, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we we all died when the we all, bandits we, exploded. We, yeah, we all died. We all died, and then we've all had an extra one as well. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Oh. I oh, traversed yeah. my way out. Oh, yeah, you almost <laughs> did. That's right. Yeah. That's right, you did. Oh, yeah. He yeah. lost his shields, which, by the way, now your shields are back. It's been long enough. Oh, good. Let's make an appropriate noise. <laughs> now all you have to do is go to Satan's Gumline. Thank you so much for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. Follow us on our social medias at FF Adventure Co. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter is the most active. In fact, soon the Vault Hunters will be able to shop semi-regularly. So anytime you want, you can send us an item or a weapon that you think would be fun for them to be able to see and maybe shop for. You don't even need to do stats or anything like that. You can just send in a description like, I want a potion that you spill on an inanimate object and it brings it to life so that it can tell you its life story and what it has beheld. And then I will figure out how to make it work in the game. Or I want a gun that shoots random potions. That's great too. Just send in your ideas. You can email me at ffadventureco at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter or comments or whatever on Facebook or Instagram. I'm not super familiar with those other two, I guess. And and we'll read it out loud and credit you. And yeah, the Vault Hunters might kick some ass using your items. While Kyle wasn't necessarily present as a Vault Hunter, he was still present in the music. So that intro music was Kyle Mackert's Suffer Long. You can go check that out on his YouTube or on his SoundCloud, Mecha Mac Music. 
If you want to start your own adventures, you can go to nerdvanagames.com and you can buy your very own source book. I got the deluxe edition, which I think is well worth it. It comes with miniatures. I love to paint miniatures. It also comes with an awesome BM screen so that nobody can see you BMing. It's great. It's wonderful. You should check that out. Uh, But even so, just the source book is great and more affordable, and you'll be able to run your own adventures, create characters, and, and have so much fun playing this game that we love so much. Tune in next time for the exciting conclusion parts three and four of The Wizard's Wand. If you are enjoying the adventure, it would mean the world to us if you went to Apple Podcasts and rated and reviewed the podcast. That helps it get seen by a lot more people and spread it out. And if you really, really love us, then you can tweet it out. You can share it on Facebook or Instagram and tell people, oh, this is so great. I love listening to this. That would mean so much to us. We appreciate all of you listening. And remember, you're a badass.